Hey guys, welcome back to Recenter. Um, we are on commitment number seven for the family commitment, the family membership commitment here at Center Church. Um, and so we're gonna unpack this one and you're gonna hear the heart behind why this is a commitment that we want you to say, hey, as a family member of Center Church, I'm gonna commit to serve like Jesus. Mark, why is this an important commitment for our church to have? Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, honestly, just as you were talking, like the first thing that came to mind for many of us who hear this is like, oh, serve like Jesus. That sounds exhausting. Because <laughs> most all of us were already kind of stretched pretty thin. Um, and I mean, first off, I love our church family. Like the, the heartbeat of our church is so servant oriented. So this, thankfully, this is not like pulling teeth. Um, the, the culture of our people already is very service oriented. But I know full well, though, still, many of us are going like, if one more thing is added on my plate, mm. um, then I won't be able to do it. And so I think the first thing to, to clarify here, that th this invitation to serve like Jesus is one of the relational commitments. This is not the heartbeat of you need to be more frantically doing more stuff. Th this is not us trying to put more on your plate. This is not us um, trying to fill up all of our ministries' holes on a Sunday morning for all the, the different ministries. Th this is ultimately, this is going to sound weird, but this is an invitation to true greatness. Because mm. uh, as Jesus himself said, the greatest among you will be the ones who serve yeah. the most. Yeah. And so this isn't like in a greedy way seeking self-glory, but at the same time, a disorienting idea is that Jesus made us to be great. Jesus has made us to be glorious beings. And we will be that in eternity. Right. We will be that in heaven. But the way that we live now is conditioning us, informing us. And so the invitation to serve isn't just a task. Yeah. It's an invitation into becoming the person we were made to be. Yeah. I was just, as you were speaking, you're saying we were created to be great and we're to serve like Jesus and he He ties greatness to that, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so it makes me think about how like sin twists everything and like the opposite of service is being selfish and thinking yep. of myself. And so it's almost like when God created us, and I, and I know this is true, but when God created us, it was to be others loving and others serving and yeah. others thinking. And like you think about what we all long for is to be cared for and loved by others. Uh, but we can only take care of ourselves and how we're responding mm. to the prompting of the Holy Spirit, how we're serving like Jesus, right? Yeah. And so um, I just think it's a beautiful picture that to really be great in the kingdom of heaven, we should be the servant of all, that we should yep. think outside of ourselves of others. We should see needs that we can meet. Yep. We should see how our gifts can be a blessing to brothers and sisters. We should think about our spouse if we have one in that way. We should think about how we can serve our kids. Mm. Like um, just being others focused and loving others is is action like the action of that love is what service is yeah right? yeah selflessness lived out is service amen so here's the idea here is relational commitment number seven is to serve like jesus and here's the uh the, the definition of that i will steward the gifts god has given me by living a life of service mm -hmm. i will serve in a ministry of the church those in my center community as well as others outside of the church. Hmm, so, I, Zach, let me put you on the spot here. Yeah. That, that first line, I will steward the gifts God has given me by living a life of service. Uh, that, that image that we chose there of living a life of service rather than just occasionally serving kind of sporadically, right? Like, we can all serve randomly here right. or there, but it's fundamentally different to serve randomly and live a life of service. What comes to mind for you that, with that image of living a life of service? I think when you're living a life of service, you're thinking like long game, right? Like you're thinking more about 
how can I use like, cause what was it? Stuart, the gifts God has given me that being like the things I'm good at, but also like the, the resources he's given me yeah. um, or the, the knowledge or the wisdom I have or the expertise, like using all of those things that God has given me, um, stewarding them in a way that they are kind of like what I said earlier, focus on how they can benefit others. Right. As opposed to just building my own kingdom, the kingdom of Zach, I'm thinking about how can I build the kingdom of God by giving away what's been given to me mm-hmm. in a loving, selfless way. So then I'm I'm orienting everything in my life that is my gift to benefit others. So I'm I'm thinking long game of of living a life that serves others' uh, benefit. And so mm-hmm. instead of just like you know, oh, I've got this extra twenty bucks lying around, I'm going to give that away, yeah. or oh, I noticed that old lady was picking weeds, so I'll go do it this one time. Yeah, like instead, like noticing what how your life can be a service to them. So uh I don't know if that answers questions, but I think it's more about um not momentary responses. So it's in, how about this? Instead of reactionary service, it's like a proactive service. Yeah. Like we're thinking about the future, how we can serve and love people, mm. not reacting to needs that we see on the spot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think uh we'll find joy in this if we serve like Jesus and it'll become something that hopefully our church just really becomes addicted to not just the serving in church. Yeah. Um, but the churching, the serving outside as well. Yeah, and even just the the in that first sentence where it says, "I will steward the gifts God has given me." I think that's kind of like the core idea. Where once you get that fact that we're not owners of everything we have, we're mm. stewards. We're we're simply managers. Um, my time, my giftings, my resources, my my energy, literally everything I have has been a gift from God. Yeah, and I am simply stewarding it. I don't own it. And I think that's the point when you get that idea drilled into your heart. That's mm. what frees you up to serve, right? Because then it's like, it's not like you are um, ultimately giving up what's yours, right. right? Like if you go to serve someone else, you're just stewarding the gift, the time, the resources that God has given you. So that's a freeing idea for me. Um, but then even as we went on in the second sentence, I will serve in a ministry of the church, those in my center community, as right. well as others outside of the church. That's what we wanted to clarify, that when we say serve like Jesus, it doesn't just mean serve in a Sunday morning ministry. Right. Because n- oftentimes that's what people think, like, okay, the church is calling us to serve, so I'll volunteer in kids right. or in worship or yeah. the coffee team. And those are all great. Yep. Yes, do those. But we really want a life of service, not just a... Recruiting more volunteers campaign to help out in the Sunday morning stuff. Like yeah. this, it is that. That's why we say serve and administer the church because we want to be hospitable and welcoming to our guests and people who are new. Mm-hmm. But this is not just volunteering. This is also second idea: serving those in my center community. Yeah. We want you to serve people where you know them face to face, their names, like serving them face to face as yeah. well. So the center community one, I think is, I get excited about that one because as we think about like, how do we pull off what Jesus calls us to do in community? Yeah. uh, So often in in center communities, it can feel like one person is leading and planning and working and striving and like that one person ends up burnt out Yep. because that's not how how we're supposed to be doing it. We're supposed to be like a family. Um, For those of you that have family, you know, like the list of chores is amazing when they all get done. The house stays clean. The dog is fed. Like life is good when we all pitch in and serve each other in those ways. And so in your center community, I love that idea. Be thinking about how you can use your gifts. So maybe you have the gift of administration. Maybe you have the gift of teaching. Maybe you have the gift of hospitality and you have all these gifts and you can use them to serve your community so that your community is more rich and welcoming um, and more loving towards each other. So in the center community, that's all I wanted to say about that one. Like you have a role. This is the cool thing. You yeah. have a role yeah, that's good. in your center community. Yep. You're not just there to be 
to be led. You're there to help lead and yeah. help serve and help love. So hmm. lean in. That's good. Yeah, and then even that that last idea about serving others outside of the church, that that's beautiful to me. This idea that we're not just called to serve other followers of Jesus, although we are mm-hmm. in a unique way, um, but we're called to serve those outside of the church as well. And and even especially what comes to mind for me is that so often we in the church we're hesitant to actually share our faith. We're hesitant to initiate a, a gospel conversation or turn yeah. the corner. Yeah. Um, and oftentimes it's because we haven't done the pre-evangelism type work. Right. We, we haven't just been a good neighbor. We haven't gone over to say hi. We haven't offered to mow the yard. We haven't offered to do whatever it is. And the thing is, when we live a life of service, that will naturally open up more doors yeah. to share the gospel, to share our lives with others. And, and just, just hear me. I, I'm not saying... We serve in order to just do evangelism. We, we serve because Jesus served, and, mm-hmm. and we're going to serve just to do service. But what I'm saying is, as we serve others outside of the church, I guarantee you, we will see more open doors to share the gospel as well. Yeah, it's. I love the idea of thinking of um, sharing Jesus and the gospel as good news, and like the thing of saying like, is your neighbor think it's good news that you live next door to them? Yeah. Like, is that a good thing for them? Yep. Um, because it should be. Like somebody who is full of the Holy Spirit, who's living in the kingdom of heaven, who's following Jesus as the Lord and Savior should be a blessing to the people around them Mm. just in their life. Like they should also be a witness to who Jesus is with what they say, but just their life ordered around Jesus should be a blessing. It should be good news. People should love being your neighbor because of the fruit that comes from your life. Um, And so I love that idea. Um, Is your life good news to your neighbors because of the way you serve and love them well? Yeah. That'll preach. That's good. All right, guys, that is commitment number seven to serve like Jesus. It's a small, easy thing that most of us can can knock out. And it's supposed to be a life of service. No, but this is, again, this is one of those upside down, backwards kingdom things that when you start living it and committing to it, you are going to just be realize that you're living the truly good life. Like to give yourself away, I think of the parable of the talents, like thinking that everything you have is the master's. You've been trusted it for a season. So be wise with it. Like use it generously, make it multiply and grow. Um, Don't keep it for yourself. Um, And God looks at those people who are, who are using his gifts the right way. And he gives them more because he knows that they are faithful when he's given them. So there's a promise in this one that like when we serve generously and follow God and give, um, give much of ourselves in service, he is going to bless us. This doesn't mean necessarily with money, but he's going to bless us with more gifts to give away. So guys, Lean into this, serve like Jesus, and I can't wait to hear some of these stories as we live this out as a family. Love you guys, and we'll see you next time here on Recenter as we unpack commitment number eight.